0: A Syracuse Sports Center starts now.
1: Good morning, I'm Joe Salzo. Syracuse football keeps climbing in the national polls. The Orange now up to number 13 in the AP poll. That's up nine spots from just a week ago. The ranking is the program's highest since being ranked 11th in the first week of October during the 1998 season. Later this week, the Orange welcomes Louisville to the Dome. SU opened as a 21 and a half point favorite for Friday night's game. In the NFL, the Bills lose to the Bears 41-9. Nathan Peterman threw three more interceptions, but did finish the game. It's the first time in his career that he's finished a game he started. In the Sunday night game, the Patriots beat the Packers 31-17. Tom Brady threw for nearly 300 yards and a touchdown. And tonight, we've got the Adrian Autry Show here on ESPN Radio, Red will get you ready for tomorrow night's season opener. It begins tonight at 7 at Shaughnessy's and on ESPN Radio. It, the Jets
2: lost to the Dolphins 13-6 to 6, as heard right here on ESPN Radio. Syracuse.
1: Alongside Paula Sibilia, I'm Joe Salzon. The Daniel Baldwin Show starts now. <laughs>
2: ESPN radio, and so am I. This is the
3: Daniel Baldwin Show. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just about to start so what? Uh, oh, hey now. Josh just walked in a little crispy late because he's big time in the morning. Sometimes he has to tie up some loose ends. Joe Salzone, how was your weekend? Weekend was good. How was yours? <laughs> lovely. It was lovely.
2: Just throw the Jets score in the, the sports center from now on, please. We'll do. Because he's not going to do it. I don't know if he's got some weird, deep-rooted hatred for the Jets.
3: Seth was drafted by the Jets and they cut him. <laughs> they <laughs> they cut him. So, you didn't know
2: that? <laughs> no. Yeah,
3: they cut him. They cut him. Yeah. I mean, how he many? He was fourth-string water boy and the game just, was
2: on our station. He wasn't
3: filling them to their capacity. <laughs> we he can't wasn't ignore filling those, it. It was on our station. <laughs> and against Miami too, which is like one of their arch rivals. Let's not even talk about it, shall we? Um, Josh, how was your weekend? fantastic oh i gotta turn your mic out oh, fantastic uneventful but fantastic i want to hear what happens on a, Just a kid's birthday party at a gym that's about it one of those jungle gyms what do you got
4: no it's like one of it's a like pool party so it's a gym that has a pool in it so these kids have pool parties and you a go to the gym place that
3: has a like pool an athletic oh you mean gym? like a like a oh okay my Y is the is the Baldwinsville why? Have you ever been to this one? Oh, why? me too. That's my jam. Oh my god! It's got this this section in the pool that hurls the water around in a circle, and you can the just lazy river kind of lay there and go flying around the corner, and yeah, it's quite. I like the... <laughs> Josh and Daniel go to the gym for the lazy. R- <laughs> oh, it's oh, yeah, so nice. You
2: just lay around and do nothing. In it. <laughs> it's got pool noodles. I float no, in no,
3: it. No, 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 no. Do you no, swim no. against the stream like a salmon? That's not why it's important. The old people do. Why it's important is that you bring the kids in and they check in with the lifeguards, and it is over lifeguarded. I mean, they're all over the place, and then I can actually go train and go play basketball and go do stuff, and know my kids are with me. Otherwise, I'm not getting to the gym. So it's, gr- it's great, and they have uh, child care there, the whole bit. You ought to come on down to the gym, Polly? I go to Planet
2: Fitness, who sponsors the Galaxy Cup right here on wow. Radio. Wow. I love Planet Fitness.
3: Do they charge you, or do you get the free because Not, you're, you're too, huge? F- <laughs> I
2: pay that $20 a month. It's paying double, probably. Wow. I get it just if in case, I because I-, I go tanning once a month. I don't know why. <laughs> I like the feeling. You of- didn't hear that wrong. Yeah, Might yeah, you that, just sit that, in a sauna? That, that, that makes me... No, I like the tanning. It's warm. In the winter, it's the best.
3: Polly's fried dog does not entice me in any way. It's scaring me, actually.
2: In the winter, it's nice. You go in, you sit in there, <clears throat> tan for 10 minutes.
3: Well, I had a great like weekend. I Trump eyes. I, uh, <laughs> I went up to, uh, as you know, on Friday and prepared uh, um, a five-course meal for Jim Kelly and his foundation as an auction item that I am every year. Uh, and they... They bid and donate the money to his various children's charities. Uh, and so I went up there with Robin, Raven, and uh, we made an amazing meal and really enjoyed our time up there. That was great. It was great to see Jim. It was great to see him. He's back on his feet. He looks great. Uh, I
4: saw I- you with your Swedish chef hat, uh, your hat on, your little white chef hat. I did. I did the white... The, I did the chef's
3: hat.
2: Is there, show. like, truth to the... Breaking news, a diarrhea outbreak in Buffalo. Oh!
4: (laughs) Is there truth to the fact... (laughs) Really?
3: (laughs) This just in. He's proud of that. Biff
4: Barf on the scene. Is it truth to like the taller your hat is as a chef, is the more prestigious you are, or is that just a wives'
3: I had a pretty tall hat on. You got a pretty
4: satisfactory hat on.
3: Oh, I did. And it had girth (laughs) to it, too. Very girthy, engorged hat on. Girth and 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 it had a... (laughs) A star cut out in the, which I don't know what that means. But. Chef Boy R. P. D for Daniel. Yes, I get it. That's right. So, how'd it go? Good? Uh, it went really, really well. It was a, a big success. How are your shanks? The veal shanks in the sauce, it takes 36 hours to make that sauce. So, uh, it was, uh, you know. <laughs> Is it like a mole? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's nothing like a mole. But they take forever to cook. You can cook those for. <laughs> <laughs> what is this show? I
2: don't know. Fucking what... with the Baldwin. I, I, <laughs> I,
3: I don't know what happened. Beth goes 3-2 and two against Colin Coward uh, to extend our streak to 10 weeks coming up. Coward is 3-1 and one going into tonight's Monday Night Football game where he has the Titans plus 5.5 points, 5.5 points against the Cowboys at home. We need the Cowboys to win. Cowboys are t- going to win tonight. Yeah, but the, the Cowboys are going to win tonight and they got to win by six yeah. or more. Yeah. And if they do that, we tie again, and we're up another week, and we'll listen to uh, Stugatz and uh, the converted Stugatz army. Uh, do we get Levitard versus, back, or do we? But, you know, that's something I wanted to talk to you guys about.
4: Do we want him back? I don't know what that was about Friday. I don't know. Well,
3: here's the take on it that I got. So I said, well, that that's quite interesting that you would, and i and I'm texting him uh, via messenger on Twitter. And so I've been informed that he indeed is the one that manages. that It's not you know one of his uh, his minions or something. So he he turned around and he wrote back. No, I thought it would be funny that I I step out of it because you've won Stugats over. Now he's you know he's a fan of yours and he loves the segment. And I went, well, if you're watching you know what's going on on Twitter and you're watching the Nostra Daniel aspect of it has blown up on your camp. They really like it. So I. I kind of disagree with you. I think that you're coming on and you getting on Stugatz's case and you saying how could you be a traitor or whatever? And we could have some fun with that. He's decided that he thinks the stance of it is to uh, to boycott. So I have now said, well, we don't want you. We'll just do it. So you should get out every time. And certainly... The carrot that we have dangled, why we need this this tie this week, would be the next logical thing, is that we have to produce Alec to come on and do the picks. So, so the answer to that is Alec refuses to do the picks if Dan Levitard is on the show. I've Mm -hmm. told him that. already. Mm -hmm. He will not do the show with you. So we'll have to do (laughs) it with Jeff Stugart. And he asked for that. Yeah. So that's what he gets back, Your Honor. I'll allow it. I'll allow allow it. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Love when he allows it. Love Uh, when he allows it. I'll see if I can book Alec. Yeah. So, so Alex, been, been he friend requested you? Yeah, on Facebook on Facebook? the weekend. Wow, you guys are tight. That's the biggest thing that happened to him this
2: past week. Yeah, yeah nothing else happened, happened over <laughs> the weekend. Yeah, it's no. been a no. quiet
3: <laughs> weekend for him. He's friends with me. Quiet weekend for Alex. It was. It was. Is there a punchline here we're <laughs> yeah, going no, to get to? No.
2: Punchline? <laughs> what? Uh,
3: okay. How dare you? Uh, thank you for getting the joke a little
2: late. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah.
3: Jesus. Joke. Joke. Could you me. sit <laughs> in with me every once in so a while, sure. please? Buddy. Absolutely. You know, I throw them out and I'll actually say them, and no one will give them joel a joel kovner. I like. Go.
2: I'd like to see anybody take your spot on the lebatard show. <laughs>
3: Listen, we have turned. We have. <laughs> we have turned this into a run of runs, and so it's great. And so. Well, you know, and it's funny because I think that taking a Syracuse ESPN show. I mean, we're not uh, the ESPN part of it. We we can't figure out. I guess there's no way to tell how many people are listening and so on and so forth versus some of the other books that you get on other shows and stuff. But I get a lot of feedback from people, particularly when I go to the Dome or if I'm in a public place. I love the show. I listen to the show. I love the show. And I've I've gotten a lot of that. What was, what's great about it is we're on national nine weeks in a row. Nationally listened to for a segment or even two a few times from our little ESPN station here in Syracuse, New York. And so I go into the meeting with that, and he goes, I go, eight weeks in a row? And I goes, yeah, that's great. Anyway, sit down. So I want to talk to you about it. Like, it didn't matter. It didn't mean anything. I. I it, it was actually no pull at all. Nothing.
2: I got to ask you a question without referencing what happened. Uh, do you get a lot of messages asking for comment on anything in a situation? Yeah, like- we can
3: talk about what happened. It's national news. Alec got in a situation in New York, and there's uh, the facts um, of the – of the incident, um, at like usual, are um, obscured. And I have learned through my trials and tribulations in um, social media and in the press that you can probably guarantee one thing. The first line of the story, the first line, the headline is true. No, ma- Unequivocally. And, and it all changed when Carol Burnett sued the National Enquirer, and here's how it works. Um, if I say, headline, Pauly Sebelia is a, and then I put you know, a murder, a rape, or something terrible, right? If that's not true, you are going to pay. And then the next phase of it is you have to take them to court and prove how that damaged you financially. Because it's not a criminal act that you're really going after. You're going after a civil suit. So in the headline, Alec Baldwin was arrested. That's true. He was arrested. Then the next, anything after that can be, believe it or not, Various shades of 1% true to you know 80% or 100%. But it can be almost nothing true after that. As long as the headline was true, then after that, if you choose to sue them, you're only throwing gasoline on the fire and putting the incident back in the press for weeks and weeks every time you go to trial. So is it worth going, and who are you suing that you're going to get do they have money? I had one guy do something to me that I did sue him. And finally my lawyer looked at me and went, he lives in an apartment in you know Chino and he wrote it and it got out and he's the source of the story and it's not true. Are you sure you want this to be back in the news? Cause the headline of the other story was true. I was arrested in New York city. So um, what has occurred here is that there's, there's stories about a punch being thrown and, and did, you know, they're not including the fact that he made contact with my brother first um, so, you know, again, does that become self-defense? Was it the right thing to do? I'm not going to get into all the semantics of it. But what you read in the story is not a, a factual depiction of what went on. And where where I grew up, if you put your hands on me in any way, I'm throwing a punch for sure. If you touch me, if you hit me, you push me, you aggress me, grab my shirt and just pull me a little bit. You've touched me now. You have no right to touch me. So I don't know whether he bumped him, he pushed him, whatever, you know, whatever it was. But the story I was told was that he physical contact was made to my brother first, and my brother reacted. Um, he claims he did not throw a punch. Was it a smack? Was I don't know. You know, uh, but but no, that's in the news. That's fair game.
2: Yeah, but I would my my angle was: Are you hit up by like TMZ? Oh my or god! Like yes, that listen,
3: over, to, you know, and everything happens there's. There's uh Alec who's an island of his own because of how much bigger a star he is than any of his three brothers but then there is for many many years particularly in the 90s when all of us worked a lot in film and primetime television and so on the Baldwin brothers you know and so when one would do something everyone would get it you know or so yes I have it's, they've reached out to me they've asked me for I never say anything I, I have a long-standing rule particularly with my older brother. Where I say, you know, you need to ask him. Hey, what's Kim like? You know, hey, what's blah blah? blah. Where's this? Where and I go? Yeah, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be better for you to ask him that question? Because I'm, you know, only the only person I ever know in the history of my life that is actually a spokesperson for him has been his previous publicist and the mole. The mole who now has the power to respond. You've been given that right. No Have you comment. been responding? That's no a sm- That's a smart play to keep your job. It's a <laughs> wise move, mole. Thank you. Bold the, the, strategy. When when would we ever say wise move, mole? Is that move, an oxymoron? Mo. It's a bold strategy. That is bold. Now, so do you- We're, now, we're do not you?
2: ready to discuss at this time. Yeah, no right.
3: Comment. We're, 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 we're fact-finding. Yes. People yes. watching
4: um, on the Facebook feed are noticing that Daniel's very dapper today as well.
3: Well, I thank you very much. I have a, a very important meeting with the great Vinny Lobdell today at the Century Club. Are um, uh, you wearing an Ascot, by the way? I know I am wearing a Paul Smith scarf, actually. This scarf costs more than your car. And, uh, oh, yes! Your socks cost more than mine. <laughs> have you seen his car? I have, I, have, I have Christmas socks. Oh, look yes, at this do. guy. Ho, ho, ho. Look at this guy. Yeah, nothing like some hoes. Anyway, um... That's a different. You do char- clean up a, nice Baldwin. That was a different arrest. Get us some um. money, bro. <laughs> thank you,
1: thank you, You're Joseph. A-
3: thank you, Joseph. I like you. Uh, Joe's my laugh He's track. He's your ethnic <laughs> man. He- hey yes, now. yes oh. sir. The Daniel
2: Baldwin show is taken in front of one person. <laughs> <laughs> a audience. And one. It's, Rob, <laughs> <and> it's Robin. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> That's terrible that you would say that.
2: Joe owns your laugh track. Oh, okay.
3: Yes, you should yes, just sir. have him
2: follow you around and laugh at everything you say. <laughs>
3: You know, I've seen some really funny things in the movie business. Um, I think more than the one, or or you'll see the guy who has like the ridiculously hot 17, 19 year old assistant that comes to work and is nothing more than a distraction to everyone on the set because of what she's wearing about. But the one that gets me more uh, um, is the entourage guys. The guys that show up literally with three SUVs with six guys in each one and every one of them. Has some job. I'm the I'm the I'm the the nutritionist. I'm the trainer. I'm the uh, assistant. I'm the driver. Uh, you know I'm I'm the, I'm the this. You know Eddie Murphy was was uh, was infamous for this. He had you know nineteen guys on the payroll, and they were all his cousins from Hempstead, Long Island. You know, and it was uh, yeah. It takes a couple of those guys to ruin it for the guy that needs one assistant because he's directing yeah. a movie.
4: What was that chime? My phone. Wow he has got a lot of things going on over there. You
3: are You're big man.
2: The uh another Alec reference? No, it was, just, <laughs> it was my phone telling me that the Wendy Wendy's earning report is coming in this week. So, get to see how my Wendy's stocks are doing.
4: <laughs> He's a big stock she guy over stock there. stock in
2: Wendy's? <laughs> yes. Wow. You've never seen anybody I not McDonald's stock.
3: <laughs>
4: You've never I, seen anybody focus more on a couple totally hundred dollars in stocks than
3: than uh, I quality. have a stock for you. Okay. I have an insight. Do you do want to talk about We can't about talk it about here? it on the radio. Yeah, no. I can talk about it whenever I want
4: to. Well, it's not FTC compliant. I don't care
3: what do. so <laughs> the FTC says.
2: You will I, when the I, paddy wagon rolls I, up. I'm, and... I'm, a, I'm an independent contractor. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> oh, never mind. I was going to say something about my brother that I don't want to say.
3: My brother, Ali. I was going to say you guys could cheer us up. Now, hang on a second. You should probably leave the hum- I'm going to give you an advisory thing. Yes. God forbid he, he's listening to no, this I in know. any way, that you would, you would want to t- take the professional position of being the spokesperson. Yes. You yes. have to leave the poly, the comedian mole, the mole and mold. It's hard for that him. Mole. He's yeah. never had a professional job before. This is hard for him. No. No, he hasn't had a professional job. Why don't we go to break and we'll come back and play So What? Sounds good. This is The Daniel Baldwin Show. okay now. And we're back. We have got a caller, Pat's on the line. Give me Pat. Pat, you there? Hey,
0: I'm I'm here. A couple quick takes on Syracuse football. It's almost basketball season; it starts tomorrow. But the focus today is football. Two two quick things. Another big win. Obviously, Wake Forest was uh, short short handed, but you know what? Those those are the breaks. Syracuse uh, looked to take take care of business, and they went on the road and got a big win. Here's here's the, Daniel. The reason I'm calling you is you're a big picture kind of guy. You you like to look at things globally, right or wrong. Yes, I do. Okay, so let's all cut to the chase here, okay? Syracuse University is paying Dino Babers X. I don't have the figure in front of me, but it's one of the lower 3-4 in, in the conference. I, I'm sure one of the guys can probably pull it up. But he is one of the bottom three coaches in the in the conference with what they're paying him. So if the university and Wild Hack and, 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 and everybody else, if they want to get Syracuse to believe that we're all about being an upper-tier um Contender year after year, they need to pay Dino. So, what's your take?
3: Well, I, I think that you know I alluded last season after you upset Clemson. I said if I was him, and 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 you look at his history, I'm go- I'm signing with somebody now because and sure enough they 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 had a tailspin and they lost several games afterwards. So his cachet wasn't as big. He played well against Clemson. He has a team that's ranked 13th. I believe that if the right couple of teams loses this weekend coming and he delivers which he will against louisville he could be number 10 so now he's now he's in a program that's ranked in the top 10 what it really boils down to pat is the factor that we don't know does his wife and do he want to stay in syracuse for another decade and build a program and continue to do this or and i had this argument with paulie um, a few days ago, they're talking about him in the Maryland job, and he's way up the list as as somebody would go. So is that an upgrade to play Penn State, to play Wisconsin, Michigan, Michigan State? In my opinion, for all, year in and year out, that's an upgraded pr- division for them to play in. That's a harder yeah, road I, I, to get I where you want to go. Is. Well, well, well I, we 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 can argue this all we want, but if you look at the number of teams that are in the top twenty-five in the last decade, more of them are in that division. I can go down the list of Wisconsin, Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State. You know, I mean, so so it it, it depends on. Well, I guess Florida
0: State, Florida State, Miami, and Clemson can say the same thing, and right. if Syracuse is is, is going to be that fourth juggernaut. I mean, I agree with you. I I believe Dino. He's a, he's you know he's, he's a West Coast guy, but potentially you know with with with, with his roots. But here here's the thing. If this community is expected by the university to come out and support, and I'll be there Friday night, and I think everybody should, should, should be there. I, I think it should be a rock-solid uh, attendance, no excuses. You go and you support these seniors, but here here's the deal. If they want to market this thing right, they need to pay them. And if they don't, then they're just losing all the momentum and all the hard work that Dino did. Well, I, 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 think.
3: I, I, actually, I actually agree with you on that, and let me tell you something. What Syracuse did by getting Dino Babers, let's face it—you know he was not a coach that had ever really coached in 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 the bright lights. You know he he had you know Toledo, Northern Illinois, you know some of the thing, some of the places, and he was successful. Now he's on the national circuit, you know, and he's taken a program under his gu- his guidance, and he's taken them now to a national a nationally ranked program. Now can he? continue the success here's the problem with beating louisville maybe losing maybe losing to notre dame but i think it's expected maybe losing to notre dame and then turning around and beating boston college he's got to ha- he's going to have to maintain that next year for for it to be a successful program but here's the greatest thing that syracuse did they got john Wildack. so you know you're talking about a guy who ran who ran espn so this is a very savvy businessman. He's a very, very bright guy, a family man, and a really, really nice person. So um, I think John knows that he probably has to do some things to keep Dino here. I think that he, he'll do what he has to, and he has his relationship with Dino, and they'll talk as men, and they'll figure out a way. If Dino Babers wants to stay here, um, then I'm sure that John Wildhack will make sure that happens.
4: $2.4 million is what Dino Babers made in 2016.
2: Blasphemy. It's uh yeah, it's uh, Syracuse's pay is not public knowledge either. So it's you know you is gotta, that, wait, you gotta that, wait a couple of years. That was the number prime. used by USA Today. Uh, so so and people gotta realize Syracuse doesn't have the money that other schools have either. So there even if they upgrade him, other schools are going to be able to pay him more. It's a matter of whether he wants to stay here.
3: Well, it's private money here. You know, it's not, you're not going to get, and we've had this argument many, many times about, is it fair to pay players? Now, if you play at Notre Dame, you're on national television eight times this year. So, you know, the kid that's the second string punter that goes there for four years, is he not entitled to 20 grand a year? I don't know. When the school's making 49 million in TV rights alone, you would think, yes, maybe it would be fair to give them some money. That's not the case, although that could change um, if, if Dino is able to deliver a team that wins not eight, nine games. For the next five years in a row, you'll see a lot more TV revenue go into Syracuse because their games will be covered by ESPN, and even better than that, depend- when they're playing Clemson and some of the bigger teams. Another thing that you're going to have to look at is, who do we play out of the division? Is it wise of us to play Western Michigan and get on a roll, or would it be better for us to go ahead and play somebody like Michigan State? You well, know? All the money gets divided between the schools and the conference. Yes, so. but... but When you upgrade your program, you have to upgrade your schedule, So is what I'm pointing out. What what I think you'll find, though, is that the private money um, that's raised from this university uh, by its donors and so on, and contributions that are made directly to the school and the athletic program, is where, with a successful program, that number goes way up. And so I'm sure that they'll be pursuing that in the years to come as Dino continues to deliver eight and nine win, ten win teams.
2: I don't think he's going anywhere this year. That's just my humble opinion. There's not a lot of great jobs over you know, out there. You know, it it, so. it
3: it does open the door to my frustration of what this is. Why I hate divisions. I hate divisions in in, in any sport, pros or college, because we do That's not have an cake. we do not have an opportunity now to play Clemson in the ACC finals because we're in the same division as Clemson. So as it would play out today, Pitt would go play Clemson in the ACC title game. Now, granted, we lost. We we should have won that game, but we lost that game. But if Pitt loses another game and we end up being ranked, Clemson ranked number two and Syracuse is ranked number nine and we're not going to get a chance to play Clemson again, that's sad. It should be whoever the better teams are, just like they do in the the, um, bowl in in the national title game. So, you know, I think that's very, very sad. That um, we're not going to get a chance to see Clemson because I think we should see them.
2: Yeah, we'll see how the rest of the season plays out. You got to win out.
3: You know what, man? Notre Dame. I don't know. I don't think they're any lock anymore. I've been studying. I've been studying film.
2: We'll see. Let's get through Louisville. I've been. <laughs> i This. This is me being. I'm trying to be the sensible fan. Syracuse fans tend to get a little. Get a
3: little happy. I, I, Let's get through one I'm, year of this. Let's, I'm not saying we don't have to focus on Louisville because of the next This program game.
2: isn't there yet.
3: But I'm going to tell you now, they're a 21.5-point favorite, and they're going to beat Louisville by 40. They're gonna, They're going to. just. It's at home. It's senior night. They're going to beat the crap out of them. The question does, and I'm not trying to look past or jinx them or anything, but the question is, can we beat them? Can we beat Notre Dame? And I'll tell you what, after watching Pitt and after watching Ball State, Notre Dame can be had. They can be had. All right, let's take a break. Come back and wow, do so. What? No comment.
2: Nothing. Well, I they can, but Standard. I'm getting through the Louisville game. Get my brother on the phone. I want to talk to him. Uh, one game at a time. Let's get. <laughs> come on. Syracuse hasn't been good in ages. Let's get through. <clears throat> let's get through one game at a time. Let's so stop my, talking about the coach leaving. Enjoy it. I didn't bring that and up. Chew your that was food.
3: Pat. That was Pat. Chew your food. Enjoy. Well, hey, the trip. Okay. So say that. So so hang on, Mister. Got to go to break right now. So if you're Dino Babers, mm-hmm. and you turn around, and you go the first year and you only win four or five, and the next year you win four or five, and everyone's going, "Hey, when are we going to get to a bowl game?" And then last year we come out, it looks like you know, and then we, we fall apart, and then this year now we're ranked number thirteen. We could be ranked in the top ten by season, and even with a loss to Notre Dame, we could be ranked, you know, in the top, stay in the top fifteen. With that said, you're not going to turn around if you're if you're one of the I didn't realize one of the lower three paid coaches. In, in the league, you're not going to say, hey, we're number 12. No, he should get more money. I
2: get that. But i just saying everybody just needs it's enjoy the ride. Let's not, let's not look at the negative like the coach could leave. Let's not look at Notre Dame in two weeks. Let's look at Louisville. Let's get a win against Louisville. Let's get win number eight and enjoy it and have fun.
3: Look at him living in the moment over here, huh?
2: Is, it, you you got, you got is anybody else a Syracuse fan? Have we not been through?
3: But I want to see what he's looking
2: at. He's probably looking at porn. What are you I doing? Wish.
3: You can't. You can No, block. I
2: got my so what lined up waiting for you sports dopes.
4: Oh, jeez. Throw it to my big segment. See, Come it's back.
2: like Josh and food. It, it, it is like Josh will take a beautiful meal and inhale it instead of taking each bite and
3: savoring it. So,
2: Are you a savorer? Yes, I love it. I'm having fun this year. It's fun. I don't want it to end. I don't want to think about the coach leaving. I want to think about that we just beat Wake Forest in one road game. Three game conference road or uh, three game conference win streak for the first time since Jim Brown played. Let's have fun. Enjoy it. Wow. Strong. Since Very strong. This team has not been good for a long time and I and everybody's already looking at what's gonna happen at the end of the year.
3: That's the part it's not this year that, that disturbs me. The part about it is <laughs> You know, you can't control who's going to come up in a program and what programs are going to get better. You can only control how, how your how your team plays and the preparation you do and your recruiting and everything. But the expectation on Coach Babers in this program, if they win nine this year, is going to be, you know, well, well we won nine last year, you know. So, I mean, the heat's going to get on. When you oh, get... absolutely. And if he leaves, he leaves. And everybody will just have to move on with their lives, you know. Polly Sebelia is head coach of the Syracuse Orange. What do you think? I'm
2: still mourning the loss of Doug Marone. Orange is the new slow if I'm the
3: head
2: coach. We should have Neil head coach. Why do they keep getting delayed game penalties? Run. Don't rush into it, boys. (laughs) Make it count.
3: Run the left. Seagull. Clip your chin, Strap. (laughs) Make sure you clip it. Pull up your
2: socks. Now we're late. Okay. I'm so excited.
3: It's time for...
2: Uh, um, I just can't hide it.
0: I'm about to lose control and I just can't... Um... So what? It's unlistenable radio. You understand A me?
3: Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now, what do you got, Josh? Josh?
4: So what is brought to you by the Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus. All the games. All the food. And, of course, voted number 1 sports bar in central New York by Syracuse New Times, Wildcats Sports Pub, and Camillus.
2: And tonight's game, Titans-Cowboys. You can catch out there, and Neil is about to draw <coughs> the logos for oh, us before we make our picks. I'm the very, very excited
3: about this. Uh, Titans are um, plus five and a half points. Plus five, it's down to now, which means people are betting the cow- the uh, Titans. They're driving a the line down, so... Um, but let's push some on. You're not
4: making a pick yet. We'll wait till later. Well, we got to see, we the gotta, logo. We gotta, we gotta see the logo. The it's already sale. off to a phenomenal yeah. start. No, I'm already uh, <laughs> busy over here.
3: Come I'll on, pull man. it up.
4: Uh, coming flash
3: up, it. He just this needs a flash.
4: Friday, as we know, Syracuse opens as a 21 and a half point favorite over the Louisville yeah. Cardinals. The Louisville Cardinals were beat by the Clemson Tigers, 77 to 16, last Saturday. Didn't we already talk about this?
3: <laughs> Did you? Uh, I take. Uh, um, I think Syracuse wins by forty.
2: Yeah, I heard that before somewhere. Syracuse won by forty. Could have sworn, you said that. It's all right. It's all right. It's
3: part of so what. When did when did that happen? We talked about it in the first. Segment. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome I, to the show. I, I actually I, I, well, I actually said they'll win by forty, <laughs> and he went on the whole long dissertation about let's stay in the moment now, let's worry about Louisville. I guess we know why it's so what. Josh doesn't <laughs> As Daniel talks, gambling last break,
4: uh this past Sunday was very painful for sports books in Las Vegas and some surprise games. Now, Nevada industry sources estimated the state's sports books lost between seven and ten million dollars yesterday.
2: Uh, what games?
4: Because uh early games found themselves holding lopsided betting action in the Minnesota Vikings Steelers game. Two popular picks that easily they covered- didn't
3: even play, they didn't
4: play each other. Oh, the Minnesota Vikings
2: and Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. Steelers played uh, the Ravens.
3: Your mic's off. I went yeah, dead. I went dead. Let's, let's try to put, push the mute button, idiot. Kansas um, City
4: closes an eight-point favorite over the Cleveland Browns, and then one thirty-seven to 21 well,
3: well, I would think that um, there were a couple of, of real cherry-picker games. Um, there was the KC game against Cleveland, which— You know, I I
2: couldn't believe that was so. That I mean, it was high for an NFL game, but I couldn't believe it was so low.
3: It was eight and a half points, and and that was one of my picks. And and then the other one that I thought was ridiculous was the Bears. You know, I'm looking, I'm looking at the Bears game, and I'm going, Yeah, what were they? They they were nine and a half point favorites, and I thought, well, if they don't win this game by thirty, yeah, and they won by twenty nine or something. I mean, how much did they lose? Does it say Uh, between seven and ten million right now? Ten million. It's terrible, uh, you know, that's something I'm really waiting for. Uh, is for the state of New York, like I'm surprised that some of the casinos here haven't already geared up and have a booth that you can go bet in because mm-hmm. it's legal, yeah. So, you know, where's uh, what's going on over there at Turning Stone and Delago and all these places? How long before they're going to open something? They should
2: up? be cashing in on this. Steelers Ravens get together, it's usually a one score game, and it wasn't yesterday, which is. Kind of you know what would be a
3: great idea? I'm going to lay this out for my buddy. Um, my buddy over at uh, Jason Klug. They should have like the like the Monday night game and have two separate suites that you go in with just the guys that are betting what you're betting. Oh, that'd be fun. Wouldn't yeah. that be great? That'd be fun. So think about it. For those guys that are the players that have put up, you know, $10,000, $20,000, $50,000 on one game, get them in like a, you know, eight couches, really do it up go nice, nuts, yeah. and say, this is where the Bears guy go, and in the other room, you let the other guys go. Mm-hmm. That's the way to do it right there. I'll take that idea. We'll call it the Baldwin Factor.
4: 41-year-old Floyd Mayweather has agreed to fight New Year's Eve in Japan against 20-year-old kickboxer Tenshin Nashakuwa at the Satima Super Arena. We don't know why he's doing it, but I'm expecting money. Is it boxing well,
3: or kickboxing? Well, that's the big question. So here's the problem. They they haven't announced. So this guy is only like 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, he has 4-0 in, uh, um, in cage fighting, and he's like 20-something to know, and he's one of the best in the world at kickboxing. So is Floyd really going to go over there for the $120 million, I'm told, that he's going to make to do it? If he doesn't box the guy and he involves the guy, letting him kick him, he's gonna get his head beaten. But if he goes over and this guy's dumb enough, you know, to, to box Floyd, then he's gonna win. Um, you know, remember Floyd's fifty and zero. You know, so he's not likely to go over. And but a kickboxer is is
2: going to be able to box better than an yeah. MMA guy. Yes. So it's going to be a tougher yeah. fight for
3: him. Yes. You know, and he's twenty and but you know what? Yeah, Floyd's still pound for pound one of the greatest fighters. Ever, ever, ever. I mean, yeah. he's so elusive and he's so fast.
2: At what point do you just stop wanting to even run the risk of someone kicking you in the face and killing you?
3: Well, there's the, the thing. If you're if you stupid enough in pursuit of the money to go ahead and say, okay, I'll kickbox with you because you're going to give me $150 million, it's like we've talked. How many dollars would it take for you to walk up and let somebody punch you right in the face and knock you out? And we've had conversations of like, dude, for two, dollars 300 <laughs> bucks. yeah. yeah. <laughs> no so, rules
2: yet. No weight clash yet. That's what yet. I said. Yeah. They don't question. know weight clash yet either. Right,
3: right.
4: So, it's a 41-year-old guy against a 20-year-old
3: guy. You know what? Uh, Mayweather, if they just box, is going to, you know, he'll, he'll have to hold him up to make it look interesting, which, believe me, he could have knocked out McGregor in one round if he wanted to, or two at the most. So, yeah, he's, I think Floyd, I hope Floyd's not stupid enough to do anything but box because he's a boxer. He's not a kickboxer. He's not an MMA guy. He's going to get hurt if he goes the other way around. These are trained, skilled guys at the type of fighting that they do. But they are not one of the greatest boxers of all time.
4: Air Force's mascot, the 22-year-old white gray falcon Aurora, was injured after she was kidnapped by a prank by West Point cadets in the run-up to the college football game this past weekend.
3: So the way this story went, because this was on my list also, I'm I'm mad at this. Uh, I hope West Point takes severe action against them. These guys went. The bird was being held in some colonel's quarters um, at West Point, and the cadets went in and stole it, but they, they weren't trained on how to handle, and they hurt both of the uh, falcon's wings. Fortunately, the update is that the falcon flew around in its cage, and it seems to, but at one point they talked about euthanizing because a falcon only lives on average of about 25 years, and that this bird is 22 years old. Imagine how terrified the bird was to have people that doesn't know to grab it by the wings and pull it out of a cage, and they thought that was funny. I don't think that's funny. Kick them out of the academy. I want them all gone.
4: And finally, psychoanalyst Steve McCowan has released a report that says people who decorate for Christmas early are happier than people who don't. Are psychopaths. People are decorated already after uh-huh. Halloween, and he says that they are more happy.
3: Because they're insane. I wish I was like really, really wealthy, that I could have, because I love when I go by someone's house and it's really done up nice. Now, I'm the schmuck that has to go out there and do it. And I try to make it look as as good as I can, but it really is a pain. I, I'm also the guy that has the decorations up mid-February. And I'm still, <laughs> this still, is going to sound pathetic,
2: still, but when you're my age and single, like Josh said, it's a miserable life. This is the one time <laughs> it is miserable. Every year I do it. I put the tree up. I put the lights up in the window. I decorate the house, and then I look around, and I go, oh, my God, I'm going to die alone. <laughs> This is like my Christmas is just me. There's no gifts under the tree except for the dog crap. You know, it's like, oh, no, what a sad time.
3: Well, I remember when the Felice Navidad ad came out for, uh, um, what is it, Corona? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they show the one guy in Miami who just lights up his one tree outside. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I love that. I, I would leave that year round. I, and every year I talk about how I'm going to go up and just just make, and I have those big, big, giant oak trees in front of my house. Like like monster mm-hmm. straight up and the pines that go up like you know, a couple hundred feet, like st- right. stick straight giant trees. And I got like ten of those. And I thought, you know, we've loped the branches off so there's no low hanging ones. Um, but I thought about getting like the you know, the, the scissor lift and going up there and putting all the
4: Pay the Neil to climb up your trees and hang some lights
3: for you. Neil, can you hang are you available?
4: <laughs> I will come back make our picks. Wow. It's the Daniel Baldwin show. Merry Christmas.
3: Is that Bing? Frankie. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Full frontal. You just said... I did. Full frontal. I said full frontal. I'm going to turn around and see the full frontal view that Forrest has done. All right, ready? We're turning around? Yes. Revealing? All right, tonight's game, the Titans against the Cowboys. Titans are plus five and a half points on the road in Dallas.
4: <laughs> it's always great, isn't it? Like, hold on. The,
3: the star is this. You know, the Titans one's not bad. It's not bad.
4: Well, you calling him over? I don't a marker. There we go. All right, there we go.
3: The Titans one isn't
4: terrible, but I, it, the fact that he doesn't know how to draw a star. Yeah, you draw a star like that, and then you color it you in. Just erase the middle part. That's all yeah. you would do. I mean,
3: I, I could. <laughs> It, uh, turn
4: right. his mic on, please. Oh.
3: <laughs> I realize I should have done that after I drew up.
4: you know. It's a learning experience. <laughs> it, it
3: looks, looks like, more like, like a throwing star that you like kill someone it with. It looks like a moron trying to do origami. I, you know, I don't get that. That's Mount, That's not Mount St. Helens on the top there. I'm not sure what that is. All right. We got to make our picks. Uh, okay. So I think we all know where we're going. Forrest, who do you got? I'm taking Tennessee. Tennessee plus five and a half? Yeah. Okay. I'm taking Tennessee. Two. It's the Cowboys tonight. Cowboys, myself. That's the loyalty I get from this. We have to have the Cowboys win by five point five, um, or uh, we're all we 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 lose the Beth uh, uh, Levitard show. Oh yes. So, but but I can I can count on Josh to be loyal.
2: My bet doesn't have any effect on the outcome of the game. But the Cowboys get-
3: actually, your bet really has nothing because you're the dark star of the planet. But Forrest, I'm quite surprised that. I'm it, only it concerned because
4: Daniel and I never pick the same team, and now I'm going to lose. So I'm, I'm like, I'm loyal wow. to the job.
3: <laughs> Let me tell you too that, as we all know, Beth isn't picking any games. It's me. What? Pick, it's me picking. Ooh, four the curtain has so, been pulled back. So, so, with that said, five and zero, oh, four and one, three and two. So we're. 12 and 3 the last three weeks. Respectable. Fortunately, I'm stuck having to pick games I would never bet. I would never bet this game. I would never. I picked the games, the low hanging fruit, as the great Nostradamus sees it.
4: Well, I picked the dying starfish to win tonight.
3: Yeah, we're going with the starfish. You guys are losers. Back tomorrow. The great one
0: has spoken.